You're listening to Let's Talk About Fatherlessness with host Sean Tice, where we talk about leading fatherless families to the Heavenly Father. Hey, my name is Sean Tice. Welcome back to Let's Talk About Fatherlessness. I'm excited to have our guests today, James and Becca Broom. You guys are from Zionsville, Indiana, Mounts Run Baptist Church. Um, I'm excited to have you guys because I've known James and Becca for a long time, and we're not going to get into all of our history, even though we have some funny history. But uh, we went to, to Trinity Baptist College together. We have a lot of history from that. Um, just have known them for, for a long time. Thankful for their friendship. Um, excited to, to have them on today because they started a ministry at their church, and I'm going to let them share all about it started a ministry at their church for single moms, and it's been going really well. And we wanted to have them on to share the, the progress of that, the setup of that. Uh, James is the pastor of that and to talk about that more. So would you guys take a few minutes to tell about yourselves, tell about your church, just let us know who you are. Yeah, well, I'm James Brune and I've been the pastor here for about three years. I was a youth pastor uh, 10 years before that at the same church. And so uh, I grew up in Florida, and so being up in the north, it's a little bit colder up here, uh, still getting used to it. And so we met through college, and uh, so we've really been loving ministry up here at the church. And, uh, you know, Sean approached us, um, I mean, it was years ago, right, uh, about doing this. And it was a little nerve-wracking because we just didn't know how it would go, you know. You don't really see the need and you don't really know the need until, you know, you dive in. And so it's been really profitable and, and it's been an exciting adventure for, for us. Um, Becca has been kind of leading the the thing on Wednesday nights, um, but it's been really awesome. Hey, I'm his wife. And um, honestly, God's been working in my heart probably like a few years before um, just with discipleship and a lot of the ladies he brought um to me have been single moms. So it was kind of, kind of a work in progress and, um, one-on-one I would meet with them for several years. And so I built those relationships and some of them went to our church and some of them did not. Um, and so then when you came, you and your wife and your family came and we took you guys on as missionaries, it was just like, God was working in my heart through all of that. Um, I actually went to James and I was like, you know, I feel like we need to do something. He's like, well, why are you going to try to do it? We actually have Sean Tice. Um, he actually does this. So um, so it was just it was cool to see how God worked through each step um, kind of in my life, just brought people my way, built relationships and then um, were able to use you and your ministry to get it to get it started. Yeah, so. It was perfect timing because we were coming out of youth ministry she was looking for something really to dive into. She was very faithful and active in the youth ministry. And so it came at a perfect time. I mean, yeah. God knows uh, it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We came to your church last year. I think it was in April or something like that. And we had just launched our single mom support group in Las Vegas. And we were, you know, working through that. We were trying to figure out what does that all mean? Uh, we had never run anything like that before. Honestly, we've been doing fatherless ministry for you know, at that point, about 14 years, and we'd never run a support group. We had worked with single moms as when I was a youth pastor and through our ministry, but it was a new thing for us. And so we ran this one in Las Vegas. It went really well. We connected with probably about 30 single moms in Las Vegas, and it was going good. And then we came to your church to share about our ministry. We were traveling a little bit for our ministry, and 
during that time, then we just felt like, man, we really need to take these, this stuff we're doing in Vegas and take it across the country and record these videos and, and, and take the single mom journey book and turn it into a video curriculum. But then we were looking for churches to, Hey, let's, let's try this out. And you guys were our, one of our Guinea pigs. And I was, I was hoping you'd, you'd start one. And we've had, had about seven, I think about seven, no, seven or eight churches use the curriculum. And, and it's been really cool, but this is all, new to us and it's such a need for that right um yeah. well, so what so what made you as a let's, let's start with you james as a pastor what made you decide because i know a lot of pastors tell me hey i have single moms in our, in our community i have them in our our church but what made you decide hey i'm gonna actually do something you know specifically for these families well the need was there and we saw it it was very apparent that that you know god brought these ladies to our church for a reason and so the need was there and it was an obvious thing, you know, and like we talked about before, the way God was working in our lives, especially my wife's life, um, she saw that it was a need and, you know, we need to do something about it. And like I said, it was God's timing. It was perfect. Yeah. And then, and then Becca, you, you were going to, you're running it. I mean, as a pastor's wife, um, you have a lot of things going on already as a pastor's wife I and mean, you're, you're basically um, helping manage James and helping, I'm just kidding, but you're helping, help, honestly, though, is it, my, my wife's a ministry wife, they, they help keep us together. But mm -hmm. what made you decide, hey, this is really, I know you were touched on a little bit on this, but what made you decide, hey, I want to be you know, involved in this. I want to help these, these moms out. Um, I think for me, like, because I've been in ministry for so long, for me, it has to be more than just going to church, um, doing like the routine stuff. God, really, I've read a several books and just really been working on my heart. Like it has to be more than just, I don't know, just kind of the standard, um, typical, like pastor, wife and pastor. Um, I really like being in people's lives and kind of being in the trenches, I guess. Um, a lot of Christians, you know, we say we want outreach and we do this, but they don't like actually get to know people and be meet them where they're at. And it gets messy sometimes. Uh, it's hard. But um, like I said, it's kind of what God has put on my heart in my life is just to be in people's lives, to meet them where they're at, um, because that's what I believe Jesus does. Um, over and over in the Bible, he he meets them where they're at. Um, he goes to them, sits with them, listens to them, um, and is just in their mess, kind of with them. And so, so that's I mean, that's kind of what made this passion come about. And that's how I kind of run run the group um, is just letting them know I'm there, you know, because um, it's a mindset change because a lot of them have rough situations, so it's not like their situations may not change right away or in a long time, but it's it's getting them to to feel the need to get to know God more because God is the only one that's going to give them peace. Um, so so anyway, but yeah, that's great. Yeah, that, that's so so good, and, and and I appreciate you guys' willingness to to be involved um, in in this ministry. Now let's dissect your launch and everything a little bit because I really want churches that are on the fence or looking at maybe doing this. To really see how it went for you, how it went for your church as a pastor, as a, a ministry leader with with you, Becca. How did it go? So where? So you you had the need. You saw you wanted to do it. Where did you go from there? Like how, how did you get it launched? Where did you start? Let's let's start with the, the launching process. So for the technical, we'll go with him. Yeah. Like what he did, I guess. Well, I worked with Sean, and we kind of figured out some things through Facebook, putting together the group, and uh, you know the 
schedule and then really trying to um, get it out there with a Facebook ad. Um, Sean helped me with putting, you know, specific words and things for, you know, to get out into the community and things like that. So that's kind of how we started initially was just really getting the word out. I say a month or two before we even, you yeah. know, started the actual class. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. there, once it started, I mean, that yeah. took over. Um, and again, mine's a little bit different because um, I truly believe this group will work more of a relationship thing. Um, and so, so I was fortunate to have some pretty deep relationships with a lot of these women before we even started the group, just with how God brought them into my life. And, and worked in that area. Um, so, so they came like right away, which I know some churches that will not be the case, but you still just don't quit because these, there's a need in, in our, in every city, like it, it's desperately a need. Um, and so once the relationships are built, they, they will keep coming because they, they crave that relationship. So it's, it's really neat to watch the relationships form with the individuals in the class as well. Um, it's not just, they have a relationship with me now, but they have a relationship with each person in the group. So it's, it's very neat. Yeah. Whereas coming to only Becca before, like, Hey, I need somebody to watch my kid or things like that. Now they're reaching out to each other, which has been really cool. You know, they're really sharing and bonding and bearing each other's burdens, which has been really neat, you know, and and inviting other people and like even encouraging each other to go. Like some of them will be so down that they don't yeah. want to go. And some will say, hey, you really need to. And we've even heard some of the women say, I need this Wednesday night. I need to be there. Like this is something I need. So right. it's been really neat. Yeah. Like even today we have like a text group thread and um, it's just, I told him it's really encouraging to me because um, like I was the only person I feel like in our church reaching out to some of these women. And so, um, but now they have like a whole text thread and even today, they they put some prayer requests on that they were struggling. And so it's not just me coming back, encouraging them. It's like, you know, 11, 11 other ladies, like giving God's word and just encouragement to make it through um, through the day, you know. So so it's yeah. really, really neat. That's great. And I remember James texted me some uh, pictures of your launch. I mean, you went and you, you put some effort into it. I mean, you took, cause like we have, we have books you can print off. We have our devotionals that go along with the videos and, or even if you want to teach through it, however, however you want to run the group. Um, but you, you printed those off. I saw the books and you tell about that, how you set the room okay. up. Yes. Yeah, nice. So sorry. I forgot about that, but yeah, so we, we use, you know, just our resources we have at our church and, um, and since you had it in PDF form, we just, I printed them all off and then, got um, three ring binders so that way they can take it home um, and write in each one. And then I I put like a candy bar and gum. This is on the first first night and any new visitors we get, we'll get it too. And then I just put um, a little card with it that just said, glad you're here um, and wrote in it um, and put my cell number in it. And then every week we we do snacks and stuff because everyone loves snacks, so, you know, for a typical Baptist, but um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we, we have snacks and we just make it really relaxed. And, um, there's, you know, we provide for a place for the kids that's free just to make it really easy for them to come so they can eat. Um, even some of the kids come up and eat if they don't want to, you know, do supper. It's not really a full meal. Cause that would get 
you know, costly, but, you know, we do have where they could fill up on it if they wanted to. So, um, but yeah, that's kind of how, how it looks. They, they bring their binders every week. And um, I have one, one lady that leaves their binder there because they know, they know they'll forget it. So, um, but yeah, so we go through it and they write in them and yeah. I like how you had the tables set up and you similar to how we do it in Vegas where you have the tables set up where um, I think initially when they set our classroom up at the one in Vegas, yeah, they had a classroom setting where it was a podium and, and then we kind of just tore it apart and made a circle and because it needs to be a support group type setting. You know, think of the think of the uh, Wreck-It Ralph. I know it's kind of a <laughs> poor illustration. Wreck-It Ralph where they're sitting in the circle yes. and he's yes. in the support group. That's what it needs to be. And it, when we have these tables just like you guys do. And and I think that helps because it can be a time where everybody's just sharing around the room and talking and sharing prayer requests or how you, know, how, how you do it with the discussion time. But I think what you did, the way you set it up, so good. And I love how you said about the relationships. I think that's so key, how... You already had relationships going. And I think if you have a woman in your church that's invested in these ladies' lives already, it's a great place to start um, to be able to get them to run it. And now if somebody's listening to this and they're a pastor, it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be the pastor's wife running it. It doesn't have to be, and I've had some people think it has to be a former single mom. It doesn't have to be a former single mom, just somebody that cares about these ladies. Uh, mm-hmm. so it could be the pastor's wife, it could be a former single mom. But whoever cares about these ladies, have them be involved in it. Have them help with it. Maybe a husband and wife where the husband helps set the room up and they get things together. And then the woman teaches the class or spends time, you know, facilitating it. Have it set up that way. But I just appreciate your heart, Becca, how you've just owned this. And I think that's the success of your group, how, how you, you've really just said, I'm going to care for these ladies. And these ladies need that. And that's why they're so attracted to it. Because they need that community. We we traveled around the country and spoke on fatherlessness all over the place. And a lot of times women would say to us, I don't feel connected to this church. And it was awkward for us because we were at the church trying to, <laughs> trying to get the church to we we're talking about fatherlessness. We weren't trying, we weren't trying to cause um division or anything like that, but they would just say, I don't feel connected, or I don't have anybody that spends time with my kids. And they were just trying to find somebody to talk to about that. So I appreciate it when I come across uh, individuals like you where you know, you guys are just, hey, let's do something. Let's be involved in their life. Now, going forward with this, you launched it. Um, how many ladies did you have the first night? So the first night, I think we had eight, I think, mm-hmm. maybe maybe seven or eight. Okay. Uh, and we're we're up to 11 right now. So, um, so yeah, so we're, so, and I mean, we're, we're trying to get more, but right now it's been kind of 11 for a while. So yeah, they're a faithful. Group um, oh yeah. Too. They're faithful. Oh yeah. Become. That's a sweet, that's a good spot. That's a 10 a good number to have. I mean, right. even five, five is a good number, you know, you, oh, yeah. you get a few in there and it, so that's, it's, that's good. But I, I've been amazed by the, how you've had them regularly come now. Now, sometimes do they, do they all show up every week or do you have times where there's, you know, they kind of a wave of it or. So it's, it's interesting for the most part, I was telling him, I mean, they just, they just come. I mean, I don't know if it's just because they've connected so well and they have relationships with each other because I was expecting there to be, you know, slumps like where they just wouldn't come or they won't, you know, miss. And then they keep missing because that happens sometimes, you know, with even church, like Mm -hmm. um, people will miss and then it's easier to not come the next time. but but they come. We've had like a couple minutes if they were on vacation or something like that. Um, so but for the most part, everyone, everyone shows up every single um Wednesday night. So yeah. and and yeah. again, it's 
it's funny because like he was saying, they encourage each other to come. So they'll, they'll text and they'll be like, you know, I'm, I'm really depressed. So I don't know if I'm going to make it. Um, well, they have like eight other, eight other ladies saying, you know, you really need to come, um, you know, when you get there. So, um, so yeah, so they, they show up. But text group seems like that's really, uh, yeah. Um, valuable thing. I mean, I right. I think it's and a great idea. My idea. So that was their idea. So which was really cool. It it happened about like the second the second meeting. I think um, they're like we should start a text group, and of course I was totally for that. And yeah, it's been going strong ever since. So here's here's another thing though is our church is really behind us. I mean, anytime yeah, people so. start talking about it, they're passionate. Um, we have seen two ladies get saved and baptized from this ministry. And so, I mean, you'll have people giving prayer requests or praises and they'll start getting tore up. I mean, they're, they'll start crying just thinking about this ministry. So this is something that it's not just Becca, it's a church-wide thing that people are behind. And that's something that's important too. It's not just, oh, there's that meeting happening or, you know, something like that. It's, it's like, this is our church. This is our passion you know we're trying to reach these people so that's been something that's been very encouraging as well yeah Yeah, your identity identity is pure religion you know you guys are like james 127 says you guys the identity of your church part of that is Mm -hmm. sure i love that what were you you gonna say becca um i was just gonna say um the youth pastor's wife um amy smith is in there with me as well and that's been very encouraging and i think encouraging for the other ladies too so it's not just me, it's like our kind of our pastoral staff, you know, or the wives of the pastoral staff um, is is in there supporting. And and she really has a heart, too. And she really shows that she cares. Mm-hmm. And it's just neat for us to be in there together um, to support these these women. So <clears throat> that's great. It's such, such a community that you guys are developing for these ladies now. Speaking of that, so we've already talked about the launch. We're talking about, you know, how the ladies that have come. How have you, I mean, I'm talking about the texting. We've had the community there, but how do you think they're continuing to come? Are they connecting to the church on Sundays too? I mean, are their kids getting connected? Can you speak more about that? Yes. So we we have had probably what, three, I think, start coming to our church. One goes to a different church and she she's already plugged in um, there and it, it's a good church. and. Um, but then the rest, yeah, they they come to our church um, and the two that have gotten saved, you know, they they started coming more faithfully and their kids are getting plugged in. Um, each each lady has different circumstances. You know, some some are in hard circumstances. So it's, again, just being patient and meeting them where they're at and like discipling them. Um, you know, it's not where I want them to be, but it's like where they are right now. And then it's a slow process, but, but yes, they're getting plugged in. They're excited. Um, but sometimes they miss, you know, and sometimes they have to work. It's, it's just a different, it's a different group. You know, um, a lot of them sometimes have to work on Sunday morning. So then they try to come Sunday nights. Um, so it's not just a typical normal, like, Hey, you gotta be in church. Like every time the doors are Mm -hmm. open, um, it's just growing them where they're at. So yeah. Yeah. One of the questions we get a lot is childcare. What do you guys do for that? What do you what childcare do you guys have? So so we have volunteers set up. Um we have about three ladies in our church that rotate. So they like one will do it. It's just a, they're on a rotation and they have a text thread 
And so we have them do the smaller kids. So like the nursery age. And then on Wednesday nights, we also have our normal Bible study that James leads. And so we have a kids um, program for that too, for like the school age kids. So then the kids that are in nursery will go up to the nursery where the volunteers will watch them. But then we also have a program for the school age kids on Wednesday night. Okay. The teenagers too, Wednesday nights? Teenagers go in with with James. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So he's, he's former youth pastor. He can handle that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's good. And it's good for them to get to get that church experience, teenagers, for oh. them to have that opportunity. Right. So yeah. that's really good. Okay. So they're speaking to churches. I think a lot of it is you have to just let them fit into whatever you are offering. Because um, you, you don't want to be a drain on your church with this, but you just try to do your best to facilitate um, them coming into your group. And, and, and you just try to help do your best with it. I mean, that's honestly all you can do. And so I, I really appreciate how you guys are setting this up. Um, now, speak to those those ladies who've gotten saved. What the, I mean, how did that go? They they'd never been to church before, or they what was the story there? Can you talk about that a little bit? Um, yes. Yeah, so so one of them that I invited to come to the single moms group, I actually knew her probably like years ago because I coached her son um, in soccer for probably three years in a row. I coached her son and I just knew her situation and um, she would let me bring the kids to church back then, but she never came. And so again, it was just a relationship building thing, but then fast forward to how many years. um, And then I invited her to the single moms group and she came and we're talking about God, you know, every week. And, um, and, sh- and finally one day, I think, you know, I said something along the lines of, you know, if, which I say every time, but if you ever have any questions or like you were talking about God and, and hearing all this stuff, but you just are like, I just don't have a relationship with God. I don't even know if God's real because he doesn't feel real in my life. Um, and in my circumstance, you know, come please come and talk to me. And so she reached out and talked to me about that and just said, you know, I never had a relationship with, with God and I've never asked Jesus into my heart. And so I would really love to do that. And so we spent a lot of probably like two hours talking about it and she asked Jesus into her heart. And then we have like a discipleship book that I give them like right after they get saved. And so we're kind of going through those books as well. Um, at their own speed because we're also doing the single moms group. So, um, so that was one of the ladies. And then another lady actually was invited to our church by another lady in our church. And she's been coming to our church for about a year and a half. Um, and just never really asked she's into her heart. She thought she did when she was younger. Um, but it was kind of like those one things where she went to a church where they're like, Hey, if you, as she's into your heart, you get a subway gift card. And so like, she just, she just went through the motion. Um, and it just never, you know, never really, uh, did that. So, um, so then, yeah, she got saved too. So it was, it's really, really neat thing. And it, and with her, she just is so eager to grow because she'll, she'll text me so many times about, the book that I gave her, um, with questions that she doesn't, you know, understand. And so, um, she'll text me and just get clarification on it or, um, and so I know she's, 
she's just really eager to like grow. So, but yeah, that's yeah, definitely subway salvation, right? The, I mean, yeah, <laughs> getting them saved. Here, here's a gift. Yeah, I, I get it. No, I get it. Yeah, so, that's good. That's, amen. I praise the Lord. Now, going forward, I mean, you guys are you've been doing this for a little bit now. Um, what's some continuing to keep the group going? Are you planning to do it next year too? What What are your thoughts? What are your what are your thoughts on the group? So I've had, actually, I've had some people in our church even ask me that, that aren't part of the group. Um, the plan is to go as long as, if I'm just being honest, as long as they they want it. So, yeah. uh, and I think the way we're doing your program, I think it will run through uh, your first set of thing that we're going through right now. We'll go through like August, I believe, um, it, with how we're doing it. Um, and then after that, I, if they want to keep going, which I'm pretty sure that they do, we're, we're going to continue to have it. And, um, if it's with you guys, if you guys put out more curriculum, we'll, we'll use yeah. that. But if not, then we'll, we'll find other, you know, just things to do other Bible studies to go through, um, and just continue, yeah. continue it. Yeah. So it's a great, great point. That's a great point. We have another curriculum coming out, but I, I, <laughs> I, I need to, that's why I, that's why I threw that out there. <laughs> Yeah. What were you going to say? I cut you off. I'm sorry. Um, I just, I was telling people in our church that I will not be the one to, to stop it. Like I, I just won't, won't do that. Um, I never want it to be something where, where they feel like they have to come or it's more of like a, I don't really know the word I'm looking for, but a burden for them to be there. But I don't see that happening with how the group is going. They, they crave this. Um, it's a safe place yeah, where they nice. can genuinely be real and talk and encourage each other um, where we can uplift one another. And I don't, as of right now, I don't see, I don't see the group ending anytime soon. So. Yeah, that's great. We actually, um, the first curriculum is the single mom journey covers the book that we wrote back in 2014. It uses my mom's stories and things like that. Uh, we put that on video curriculum. And then also we have another one coming out. It's called how to parent well as a single mom. And it was, it's, it was based out of a talk. It was kind of an awkward thing for me. I got asked to speak at a single mom conference uh, back in 2019. And the topic they gave me was how to parent well as a single mom. And I'm like, what? I'm, like, I'm not a single mom, but I did it from the perspective of a fatherless child. And just kind of comes from that. And so we've, we've actually been doing that in our group in Las Vegas. And we're working through that. We're about to have that done and, and recorded. And so it's going to be about a 14, 15 week um, set of curriculum. And so working through that and the ladies seem like they've, they've enjoyed that. So just talking about how to parent well, because a lot of times the the single moms are like, am I doing a good job? Am I, you know, how do I do a better job as a parent at, you know, helping with these kids? So we try to cover you know, the top things you deal with being a single mom. And then the next one uh, we're going to go through is more focused on really working through their kids. We'll give more details about that when coming up, but we're going to be starting another round of curriculum for that. So, you know, we honestly leave it up to the, the support groups and what they want to do, but we want to provide curriculum at least enough for about two years where they can work through um, for about two years and then maybe go back through the single mom journey or however the group leader wants to do it. Um, but just like you said, having that group, because I think they just really, they like to have that group. They like to have that community and obviously it's good for them to go and serve and, and do, you know, get involved in the church more, but these moms are just, they're trying to figure things out. They're trying to do it, go at it alone. They're trying to, you know, what we talk about in our ministry, their life is, you know, their kids' life, life and their lives are off balance. 
and they're, we're, we're trying to help through this group bring their life back into balance. And so it is important for them to have this group. And, and then when they're ready to serve and add, you know, go into the church more and things like that, then they can. Um, but we're trying to figure it out ourselves out here in Las Vegas <laughs> um, because we, we, like I said, we just started this thing. We saw these single moms in the church. We're like, we need to just start something for them. We have a book. And so we just jumped into it. And then we're like, Hey, hey, other churches, you want to do it? You guys, you guys were one of them. And we have a, a map on our website to show some other ones that we have. We have another one starting in Oklahoma here, um, I think next month. And so they're, they're coming. And, but uh, I just want to encourage people. So what would you say to a church that's on the fence that, um, that's thinking about getting involved in fatherless ministry or working with single moms? What would you guys say to them? Well, first thing I would say is you don't realize how much it is needed. Like, you know, when you first came, that was a few years ago. Um, you know, I wasn't the pastor then, but it was like, you know, I, I don't see a huge need there. You know, I, I did just, I just really didn't see it. Um, then, you know, fast forward several years later, it's like, yeah, there's definitely a need there. And, you know, God is definitely using you in a, um, an awesome way, uh, you know, to reach something that many people, they just don't see the need, but it's there. And, you know, if God opens their eyes, they'll be able to see that there are, there's hurting people out there that need help, need some guidance and just need love. I mean, really that's, and I would say, you know, just try it. What's it going to hurt? You know, that's the thing that I was told a long time ago that things will fail. Some things will fail, but as long as you try it and you're doing it in God's will, you're praying and asking for wisdom, then, you know, it, God can make something special of it, but he's looking for somebody that will be willing you know, just try it. And it's a unique thing, um, but it's definitely a need. And that's what I would say. Yeah. Yeah. yeah what would you say, Becca, to somebody that's thinking about running the group? Um, what would you say about that? So we have the pastor talking to the pastors, but what about somebody that's, hey, maybe I could do this. What would you think about that? What would you say uh, about that? I mean, I would definitely, if they, if they have a desire, then they, they just need to, they need to do it because a lot of people, you know, especially women sometimes, you know, I'm not the best speaker. I'm not, you know, we can, we can talk ourselves out of it. And the devil really likes to throw in lies that you're not going to be able to um, speak to these ladies, you know, um, you're not going to be able to encourage them or, or it's not going to grow or any of those lies that the devil will throw you away. But if, if they have a passion and desire they just need to do it because God takes care of the rest. And it's really just, it's a heart thing. And if, if you love, if you love them and you're there, that's enough. And if you're pointing them to God's truth, um, that's more than enough and God will take care of the rest. So. Yeah. Now your church, I mean, uh, people need to know your church is not just in the middle of Indianapolis. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's out in the country a little bit. I mean, you have a lot of development and things going on around mm -hmm. where your church yeah. is, but just so people understand your church, tell them where it's at. I mean, it's, it's out in middle of farmland and stuff, right? Yes, it yeah, is. Middle of yeah, middle of <laughs> yeah. So, cause people, I don't want people to think that, you know, well, it's just in urban environments or this is everywhere. I had a church tell me one time I was in, uh, in Maryland and I was, I spoke at a church. It was when I first started our ministry. And he said, this pastor said, after I was done, um, it was an interesting well, we've had some interesting times at church, and I'm not going to go into details. But, but uh, he said to me, he said, and I don't want to make fun of him, but he he said, we don't have families like that around here. Mm -hmm. And I mean, there's millions of fatherless kids. Just because they have money doesn't mean that they don't need help. And so, 
you know, so regardless where you're at, whether they're in a country setting, I mean, I've, I've served as a volunteer youth director in Pennsylvania and rural Pennsylvania area. And it, there was a bunch of, there was fatherless kids there, not a ton of them, but it was fatherless kids in that environment. I mean, they're, they're all over the place. And so, mm-hmm. but your church is a perfect example of how you're, you're kind of out in the middle of cornfields. I mean, you're real close to Indianapolis, real close to some, some places, but you're out in the middle of kind of not in the middle of nowhere, but you're kind of out in the country, but right. your church is serving 11 single moms. Mm-hmm. And that I love that story because you're not in right in Indianapolis, you're, right. but you're they're they're there. And so I want people to understand when they're listening to this that this church is doing it. Um, James and Becca, they're they're willing to to be involved in this. And I'm not trying to, to to tell you what to do as a church, but if you have a heart for it, if you have a heart to to reach these families, if you have um, a burden, if if God's calling you to do it, and you've been on the fence, jump in. Jump over the fence, be, in, be involved in helping these families. And starting a single mom support group is a great area to start. Now, we do have our God is My Dad network where you, if you're on the fence, you just want to jump in. We can add you to our network where basically you just add to the map and it says, hey, there's a church that cares about these families. When those families arrive, we have resources you can use to help them and to disciple them. Um, but it's not a single mom support group. The next level is a single mom support group because we've had several churches say, hey, I want to do something, but I don't have somebody to run a single mom support group. And so we're like, hey, Let's start here. God is my dad network. So get involved in that. But I just appreciate you guys so much. Thank you for, for your willingness to, to be involved in this, um, this, this ministry. I mean, you guys are our guinea pigs, like I said, and <laughs> you've, done, you've done an amazing job. You guys are great guinea pigs. I mean, you've done an amazing job. <laughs> so thank you for, for doing that. Now, as we close, would you just tell uh, people that are following this, how to follow, find you guys? Cause we want them to, to see you on social media, on your website, if they're wanting to look more into to your group, can you to tell them how to find you, how to contact you? Yeah. On Facebook, it's just uh Mounts run M T S R U N N. Uh, Baptist Church, and we're up in Zionsville. And uh, same thing on Instagram. It's Mounts Run, M-T-S-R-U-N-N. Um, you know, I'm James Baroon. You don't need to follow me, though. I'm nobody special. Uh, Becca has Facebook. Um, but yeah, that's the way to follow us. I mean, we post a lot on there, just trying to reach out and, you know, get into our community. Yeah, you guys are inspiring. So thank you so much for being on with us today. We really appreciate it. Hey, before you leave, I just want to say thank you for, uh, you know, using something that was a hurt, something that could have been crushing to you in your life. And God makes no mistakes, but you took that and you made something special of it. And you're reaching ladies. I mean, you don't even know these ladies up here, but because of you and your story, you're reaching people. And I, I just I thank God for that and that we don't take that for granted. So just wanted to say that there's your plug before we go. <laughs> Thank you for that. You're trying, to, trying to make me cry. <laughs> I appreciate. No, I really appreciate that. And, and James, we have a long history, and I'm so thankful for you guys. You guys are solid. And I honestly, there's not not a lot of us in our our group from from when we you know graduated. But I'm so thankful for seriously. When I see you guys on Facebook and stuff, I'm like, man, they're they're there. The Bruins, man. I love mm-hmm. you guys, and thankful for for having you on, and thankful for your ministry. So. Have a great day, guys. You too, bye. To learn more about how you can get involved in fatherless family ministry, visit lifefactors.org where you can find some free resources. You can find our books that we have. You can find some, even the program that we have to help you start a single mom ministry within your ministry or within your church. We can all work together to lead fatherless families to the Heavenly Father.